This morning's devotional is called Shipwrecked Faith. And uh, the verse that I chose is 2 Thessalonians 2.3. 2 Thessalonians 2.3. But uh, later on, I'll, I'll reference another verse. But 2 Thessalonians 2.3 says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. February the 10th, 2014, there's a National Geographic article about Newly published research by two archaeologists at Tel Aviv University in Israel shows that camels weren't domesticated in the eastern Mediterranean until the 10th century B.C., several centuries after the time they appear in the Bible. While there are conflicting theories about when the Bible was composed, I'm reading this article, the recent research suggests it was written much later than the events it describes. This supports earlier studies that have challenged the Bible's veracity as a historic document. The, docu the dromedary, or one-humped camel, that so many tourists picture when they think of the Middle East is mentioned in the Bible 47 times. Stories about the Jewish patriarchs Abraham, Joseph, and Jacob include descriptions of camels as domesticated animals. For example, Genesis 24:11 says, and he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. This article ends with this uh, paragraph. Archaeological excavations in the Aravau Valley have turned up bones of camels from earlier periods perhaps even before the start of the Neolithic, about 9,700 B.C., but these were probably, and I stress the word probably, wild animals that ran free, never burdened with the weight of copper ingots, ingots on their back. So two Israeli archaeologists have said that uh, the Bible is disproved by their findings about camels. And that was on February the 10th, 2014. Edward William Fudge was a man who, some man from Texas went into his office and asked him to research uh, the Bible about hell. And he researched the Bible and wrote books. Of, and there's even a movie on it called Hell, A Final Word. And in this book, he says that there's no evidence that hell is eternal in the Bible. Well, <laughs> the word of Jesus is where the worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. How he could come to that conclusion, I can only say he was blinded by the master of lies, which is, the, which is Satan. But if you can go to uh, a place on the Internet called Rethinking Hell, and it'll give you a triangle, the hell triangle. And there'll be three different theories or uh, thoughts about hell being a place that's not a final place of torture. So once again, the Bible is called into question by the works of men. I read a book, The Atomy, and I, I'm sorry, 
the anatomy of deconversion, keys to a lifelong faith in a culture abandoning Christianity by John Marriott. I wrote an Amazon review, and this is what it reads. This book could be part of a college or seminary text on deconversion. The writing has an academic flavor that is not easily digested by the average Christian, but should be helpful for pastors and teachers and church leaders. I felt that his treatment of the subject was thorough, but he does not place enough emphasis on faith. Even though faith is in the title, keys to a lifelong faith in a culture abandoning Christianity. The Christian life is phrased by the text, the just shall live by faith. There is more emphasis on apologetics trying to prove the Christian claims beyond the shadow of a doubt using intellectual reasoning. And since that is bound to fail, those who are clinging to the slippery rock of apologetics to build their Christian life will surely slip away into a sea of error as they hear non-Christian voices tear down the tenets of the faith. Some of the people were active as Christians and became active as atheists, posting to websites and joining groups of like-minded individuals and monetarily giving to medical and humanitarian organizations. Some parts of this book were difficult to get through with the academic turns and phraseology, well worth the time to, re to read. And he does cite several cases in this book uh, of people that abandoned the faith, shipwrecked their faith, but then came back to it and were just as stout and strong and secure Christians as they were before they abandoned the faith. Many left the faith because of the treatment by other Christians. Paul addresses this in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 32. And I'll read that to you right now. Ephesians 4.32, which says, And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Deconstruction, or as the Bible calls it, falling away. It makes big news whenever a Christian public figure falls away from their faith. These are the flies in the ointment which give off a stink. That was one of the titles of, and I settled on shipwrecked faith. But 2021, Paul Maxwell said, I'm no longer a Christian. Former Desiring God writer Paul Maxwell renounced his faith in Jesus. Maxwell is a high-profile preacher with a Ph.D. in theology at Wheaton and a B.A. in biblical language from Moody. Despite writing several Christian books, he announced in 2021 on his Instagram that he was no longer a Christian. He also said, it really feels good. I'm really happy. 2020, John Steingard. I'm the, I no longer believe in God. John Stein, Steingard the Canadian Christian rock band's lead vocalist announced on his Instagram, I no longer believe in God. He explained it didn't happen overnight. One reason Steingard gave up his faith was his support for legalizing same-sex marriage in 2015 and the theory of evolution. 2019, Joshua Harris, I am not a Christian. Joshua Harris author, authored the multi, uh, the million bestseller, I Kissed dating goodbye in 1997 ironically 
Harris separated from his wife for 20 years in 2019. In the same year, he disowned Jesus. On July 25th, 2019, Harris said, I am not a Christian. He also spoke about what he sees as a destructive relationship between many Christians and his disdain for Trump, who supports Christians. Others, Abraham Piper, I have placed a link uh, that I'll be putting in the chat after the devotion to, uh, if you want to read about Abraham Piper and his TikTok following and how many people he has and other people who have abandoned or shipwrecked their faith. But Abraham Piper is John Piper's son. Marty Christensen and Ray Bolts, who for 15 years sang wonderful Christian songs, now lives in Florida with his gay husband after divorcing his wife and four children. Biblical examples of people who have shipwrecked their faith. 2 Timothy 4.10 For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. This and 1 Timothy 1, 18 through 20, this charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, holding faith and good conscience. By rejecting this, some have made shipwreck of their faith, among whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. The worldview of Christianity is that another world completely separate from this mutual, uh, this material world and its ideals are completely opposite, where love is preeminent over self. The challenges to lay down our faith and walk by sight face us, eat, face us each day, but love, faith, and hope will prevail against culture pressure to accept the doctrines of men over the word of God. A small country church that existed uh, at the time I went to college in 1973 and 1977 between Fayetteville and Springdale, Arkansas, had a sign out in front of this small country church, and the sign said, the Bible as it is, for men as they are. I like that saying. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand.